Hello, welcome to another DYKD, as in Don't Kill Yourself Daily. Yeah. Uh, even though it's not daily, you can listen to it daily and we keep you company and you hit us up on Instagram. Yeah. The Instagram that I've still yet. There are no posts, but it does exist. But you could DM it. You could DM it. Oh, you, we've been saying make posts, comments, but really DM because there's no post to go. We're still, we're supposed to be in a podcast studio by now that we're building at my friend's place. But you know how it is relying on other people. Yeah. It's uh, bad. What? It's bad. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, no. he's a great guy, but just whenever you have two people, it's twice as many conflicts. Group projects with different people who can't support. Exactly. If that. You know. Uh, great. So we're off to a resounding star. Shall we do the self compliments? Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Unless you want to go first. Okay. Um, I am willing to try things. I realize. I'll try basically anything. And then if I don't like it, I go, oh, not for me. Thanks. And I'm honest about it. And uh, But I was willing to give it a chance. And yeah, that's great. So if somebody would literally like try. Sorry for the bark, everybody. Try this live squid. You'd be like, yeah, I'll do it. Make it happen. Okay, you might have gone. <laughs> I mean, live is low. Like, what if it strangles you on the way down? The yeah, I was thinking just kind of <laughs> sadist, <laughs> yeah, sadistic, to eat it live. People do, though. Seriously? It's a del- it's a- well, I've seen the one where they, like, chop it up and then you eat it while it's still wiggling. That's different than live, right? I guess. I thought those ones sometimes are also just a lot. Okay, I would. The chop it and the just wiggling as a reaction. I should rephrase my compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try anything that doesn't hurt another living baby. Beautiful. Okay, you're like, exactly. So you're not like, a, I'll murder the guy. Yeah, no, I want one murder. Look, if I don't like the murder, I don't know you don't like it. Yeah. How do you know you're not a psychopath that <laughs> loves cutting people's eyes out if you never cut you someone's eyes out? Murders, don't do it. Yeah, if it hurts another, yeah. yeah. Anything that doesn't hurt another person. Um, or living. My self-compliment is going to be, I feel like it is a good trait to, you know, like, uh, able to recognize and react to, like, one's own mistakes or flaws. I'm, like, very obsessed with the idea of, like, like, I was just telling you a story, but I was an <laughs> asshole to some friends. And it's, like, t- I think thinking yeah. about that is, like, a neat jerk, okay. you know? Uh my yeah being self-analytical with analytical uh my therapist says anytime you feel shame it's an opportunity to think of it as i mean this is kind of therapist psychobabble but like as like a moment of like curiosity like you were trying something and like it did work out and like it happens but you know and then you just try not to do it again nobody's perfect you acknowledge you know acknowledge what you did and apologize and yada yada yeah, so you killed that one guy. I just killed the guy. Don't worry about it. You were trying, like, I, you, you were, you were, uh, trying, it's kind of similar. You're willing to try one thing. <laughs> you just wanted to know, like, what happens if you run someone over with a semi truck? Just turns out they split in half and die a horrific death. Now you know what the fuck shame. Shame. Yeah, why, why feel bad about it? No, she didn't. Well, don't this is bad admission to murder to not kill people. <laughs> she didn't really do that. Do you want to say what it was you did? Yeah, I. Without, um, you don't need to give specifics. Uh, we don't want them to know who they are. No, um, but I mean, these are people who could listen to this. I wouldn't care. But like, uh, 
that's how friendly I am with them, and that's why it's worse what I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like you know, like I'm going to a breakup. We'll talk about it at future po- episodes. I'm sure. Should we do this? Should we have this episode be the relationship episode? Yeah, I mean, I'm a third. Especially like breakups and holidays for the whole studio. Anyways, so up organically. Yeah, oh, and great. I definitely have like alcohol-related substance abuse issues. Like, I definitely like like to drink a lot. It's where I put my feelings. Like, I'm not religious. I'm not spiritual. I don't do yoga. I just like to get fuck. I worship at the temple of vodka. Yeah, right. Um. So anyway, I hung out with a friend of mine who is also very into that space and very much like the friend that I hang out with when I'm gonna get fucked up. And like, uh, I like partying. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, it's like, you know, like, had a shot to start with a martini at home. We went to a bar, had another shot. We had two martinis before going out. a shot and a martini. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, like, almost the night for me. Yeah. A martini is basically just three shots of food. It's bad. Yeah. And we went, we had another shot, then, like, a bunch of vodka. Okay. I'm, like. Oh, and a bunch of vodka. So yeah. we're up, what are, let's do a, a fun little tally here. Okay, so we're saying four before you left the house. Yeah. Five when you got there. A bunch of- Seven, seven. Are we saying a bunch? Seven to eight shots probably by the time. Okay, so we're at eight. Okay. We've had eight Okay, we've had eight drinks. And it's a lot. It's also like like 8 p.m. Line. This is early. Okay, it's an early start. And I'm so desperate for love and attention. This point, I'm like touching everybody in my nose. My street like, come up, come up, come here and go. Yeah. By the time you get to the bar, we're really wasted. We're hanging out, we're smoking cigarettes, bad time. And uh my friend is like, We're gonna leave, let's go. And then we just leave and we leave behind uh the people that we've made come to the bar. It was so bad. Without telling them. Yeah. And they're like, Did you leave? And then they I was like, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you obviously didn't mean to do it, but I mean, I'm also like a grown person, yeah. like can't blame. Yeah, my substances are the people for your own choices, which is like at any point. That's very mature. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's like you got to recognize your space. You're, you have to find the things you are. But, it's like, but like, also, if it were me you did that too, I would be annoyed. But then if you apologize the next day, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. You're going through a thing. Whatever. I'm out with my one of my friends who made it like, no, like, yeah. And it's not like the old days where one person drove and if you left them, you were the worst person on earth because now there's, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, you just walked there. I just wanted to clarify for the listeners. They weren't stranded. They weren't in any danger. We were, in, we were literally on, on our... It's just a rude thing you did. Not, rude, rude. not necessarily a bad thing. Rude, not a thing. Yeah. Um, but it was not cute, but, if, you know, you have to recognize what you've done and, like, you have to sometimes eat a little shit and be like, I'm sorry for this stupid thing yeah. I did. Let's, can we revisit and make this complimentary to you? Because I'd say you don't have to. And it's awesome that you did. Thanks. No. I'm actually just so don't wrongfully paraphrase my therapist because of my therapist. I texted my therapist about it literally. Oh, yeah. Text like, with your therapist. I and my therapist doesn't let me text. I texted her That's asking. on Saturday, so the next day about it. Um, But she said it's important to not take credibility. Important to be kind with yourself. And relating to what happened with curiosity instead of shame. So basically, approaching our own mistakes with curiosity rather than being shame. 
I like that. Because the shame just sends you into a spiral. I'm pretty sure all our silly suleys listening yeah. to this uh, can relate to that feeling. But curiosity is really out. Like, curious about the self and your growth and your mistake. Why did I do that? What was I feeling? Like? Yeah. Like, As opposed to, I'm bad. And then you just drink more and try and forget that feeling. Yeah. With your head in the ground or whatever, you know? Yeah. I definitely relate to that. Yeah. I've been trying to meditate instead of drink. How's that going? Oh, terribly. Oh. I've tried. Sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> all right. No, um, I met a guy in Mexico, mm-hmm. a friend of a friend, not just a random. He's a strange man of being like, yeah. I'll take you on meditation. Exactly. He seemed fine. Mm-hmm. He had one eye and a one leg and uh, half a suit on. He's Ethan Trumpsworth. No, he was a friend of a friend. I was down there for a 50th birthday party uh, for my friend who lives there. And his friend specializes in teaching meditation. And I don't usually go for that kind of thing. Like, I looked into TM, Transcendental Meditation, briefly because Seinfeld was promoting it heavily. And then Tom Papa, another community. I feel like it's you're rich. You can do it. So that's the thing is I, went, I looked into it and it was 10 grand. So it's come down a lot now because they're not the only show in town anymore. I don't know how much. It's not quite 10 grand though. But basically what this guy teaches is a thing called Vedic, which is basically, it is transcendental meditation. And they took out all the like having to join an organization and the like paying a ton each meeting, et cetera. Um, But it will cost something. I don't, he hasn't told me how much yet. I did a 20 minute, introductory session and then he's, we're gonna do an hour session where he teaches me how to do it so we'll see because doing it on my own it just i can do it pretty good i can do 10 minutes but not if i'm in a spiral and what i really want to be able to do is when those bad feelings come on sit down and stop them through meditation yeah. like sure it's great that i can sit and meditate when i'm feeling good already that's still you know i'm not gonna take my own accomplishment mm-hmm. away that's still pretty good that i can do that pretty much yeah. every day but I would like, but when I'm already stressed about something, forget it. I just, if I yeah. sit and try and breathe, it just makes it worse. Yeah, that's the thing. When you're already stressed out, it's so yeah. hard to quell the chaos in your brain. Yeah. But booze up. Yeah. Well, it helps temporarily. <laughs> and then it wears off and you feel it in worms. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I wish. Now, keep in mind, this is a comedy podcast, mainly. If you're having an actual... <laughs> if you're having an actual issue or, you know, you feel like hurting yourself, as some of us sometimes do, talk to a trained professional. Please get proper medications or, you know, preferably speak with someone as well. Yeah. Uh, trained professional. So, oh, ADD. What was I talking about? Why did I do the disclaimer? This is our first ADD moment of the episode. Meditation. All right, so I want, so the whole thing I'm hoping he can teach me to do, and he says he can, is to stop that spiral in its tracks, which is what usually booze does. You know, you need to take that for, and everyone listening, if you have a substance abuse issue, I'm going to make booze sound really good for a second, but that's only considering I understand the other side of it having drank too much and you just keep chasing that feeling. But that first shot of the day, mm-hmm. when you're like, oh. it's almost like 
you walk into an air-conditioned room of thoughts. Yeah, no, when you're like yeah. an office mom, like what we both are. Yeah. Like it's like taking the edge off, right? That's yeah. kind of what it is. It's just like, oh. It just that... lets you get a, a hold of those feelings. Yep. And then unless they're real bad feelings, then you drink 9, 10, 11, mm-hmm. and you feel even worse, you know, not even necessarily the next day, just yeah. in an hour when you're sober or whatever. Um, so I'm not, I'm not endorsing booze to get rid of the feeling, but that, I think that's why people take to it and become, to tend to have substance abuse issues because it does work those first few times. It does. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, that Mitchell Webb sketch we've talked about before, like the Navy Addy, which yeah, is like, yeah. one and one half being drunk is the best one. Which can we complain about the human body real briefly? Uh-huh. Why do we have to build tolerance? I hate it. Why can't one drink? Why can't you drink one drink every hour for the rest of your life and everyone feels great? Mm -hmm. But the problem is then you need two, then you need three, Mm -hmm. then even seven doesn't feel good anymore. And now you're an alcoholic. Or even two. I know alcoholics that will drink two a day. And just you got to be able to control it and not let it control. Yep. Yep. Although I don't, I also don't like the definition of, uh, were we, was it supposed to be substance abuse? No, it's supposed to be the relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say this real quick. We'll go back to relationship. Um, the, oh my goodness. The ADD is out of control. Which, by the way, next episode, I would. We're do ADD. Maybe, or maybe we're going to do holidays next, I think. And then maybe we'll get do an ADD episode because I have been. I only found out at 39 years old <laughs> that I even have ADD, which is insane to me. So we, I want to dig into that for a whole episode. I've been reading books, et cetera. Um, I can't remember, but yeah, tolerance ruins the whole parade. What? Can you say something about relationships? No, no, I was saying, I was going to say something about booze, but we shouldn't. We should get back to relationships. Like, yeah. That was the organic subject that came <laughs> up. Um, yeah, relationships are hard. They are hard. No. I've feel entirely lucky to be married um if i were my wife i'd probably not have left me because i'm i'm pretty i'm a good guy as we say i never i would never hurt her and never cheat on her no yeah like i have a decent job but i'm a i'm friendly to everyone but it there were rough times yeah we went through some real rough times with uh cancer and uh, crypto and we poisoned uh, by my psychiatrist by mistake. Um, so I still feel very fortunate to have yeah. her, but I mean, oh my every day, just friend relationships. Yeah. I don't even, They're hard. I'm just losing friends gain, especially at doing stand up. You had an open mic. It's like, you don't even know. No one's even thinking about you, but yeah. it feels like everyone is. Mm-hmm. Oof. And then, like, oh, just at work, I, um, let me change the name, change the name. of the person I was emailing with. Mm-hmm. I misspelled someone's name. Okay. And I thought they were upset because I misspelled it. Okay, let's say their name was, what's a random woman's name? Amanda. Oh, right. Okay. Adam, yeah. So their name was Amanda, what's another woman's name? <laughs> Amanda Sarah, let's yeah. say. Their name was, their name was two women's name. Yeah. Okay. So I put their first name last and last name first, mm-hmm. especially because I'm not used to using Outlook. Now that I have a corporate job, I have to use Outlook. Yeah. We can't use our, our Gmail or whatever. And he reverses names and I can't, there's no setting to change it back. 
So I was calling her by her last name as her first name. And she wrote this like long-winded email explaining why I was wrong. Not not at all attacking or anything. It was actually very friendly, but it was just too many words. So then I responded with the wrong one again. Yeah, she should have been like, oh no, my name's Amanda, not Sarah. That should have been the full, and my boss, uh, let me not say that. Um, But yeah, could have just said like, my name is Sarah, not Amanda, or Amanda, whatever. But then I wrote that, and then I wrote another apology one. But now I don't know if she hates me or not. What was the long-winded thing? Like, I don't even know how you could describe that problem in too many words. Um, well, it was like, this is like, I'm just letting you know, because what if you tried to look me up in the phone book? And then you can, it wasn't phone book. It was, I can't say what it was because it would give away what company it is. Uh, if you tried to look me up in the phone book, you wouldn't be able to find me. And also, I'm in this department and this. And I was like, okay, sorry. But like, but we just said like, we uh, everybody understands like influencing yeah also it was like okay let's say her name was sarah it's not sarah but let's say her name was sarah and it was spelt s-a-r-a-e right which is not no, normal not and normal. i forgot the e. it's yeah. not like i called her like annabelle like yeah, it was close it was i was very close yeah, yeah. Um, and for the record she was not upset not rude yeah. at all in any way it was just too many words and i confused it again well this is also why it's good to have some people confuse direct to direct uh communication styles with like being an asshole and there is a version that's like being an asshole but like yeah. sometimes it's a very efficient route like i remember one time i was like working on something it was like a green what are those like green screen entertainment shows and like my first day there and like part of my thing is to run the teleprompter and like the first shows that comes up is like squinting like <laughs> no so can you know, like like being weird about the whole thing like yeah. we we like kind of churned through her segment. This other host is walking by. She's like, "Oh, by the way, the font's too small in the prompter." I was like, "Oh, thanks. That is very helpful yeah. to just say that." I didn't know that. That's yeah. Called, but it's like this other person like didn't tell me what it was. It was like a long and arduous process because of that. You know? Yeah. People are afraid of being yeah. honest, which I get because you get in a lot of trouble for being honest in a lot of situations yeah. in life. Yeah. So I kind of get it, but it's not like she's saying. You're bad at teleprompting. No, it was literally so clear. Hey, that font is too small. Great. Very easy fix. Yeah. Yeah. But then you never know if the other person's a crazy. Yeah. I guess, are we not supposed to say crazy anymore? I heard that somewhere. You never know if the other person has an insecurity. About, about it. it. And then they're like, oh, they And now you're like public enemy number yeah. one. So, but so good on that person for just letting you know. Just so. And they go fix it. Correct. Yeah. So anyway, minor mistakes, just say the thing. Yeah. Don't editorialize, maybe. Yeah, don't editorialize. Yeah. I think in general, communication's great when it's just clear, but it, maybe that's whatever's going on. I'm undiagnosed, per se. I, I do have ADHD. Little bit of the OCD. That's yeah. Touch. Yeah. I don't like when people claim full OCD and you're like, oh, because you like to organize your yeah. papers. Like, no, you just organize. Yeah. Um, I don't have, I, when I was younger, I, I exhibited yeah. symptoms uh, and then crazy social anxiety, et cetera. So I study what to say yeah. maybe a little bit. I don't know if that's like where that is on the spectrum yeah. of, but I don't even know what you call the spectrum. People yeah. always just call it the spectrum. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry that I gave that much detail for after just saying don't give someone. <laughs> so, uh, wow! I'm boring. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, I get it. There's a lot that can go wrong in any given relationship. Yeah, a lot that can go wrong in any given relationship. It, there's so many different types of relationships to navigate, especially when you are depressed or going through something. And the crazy part is there's also a lot of people that you want to track with that are also going through stuff, but oh, like yeah. 100% are not cognizant of it, like oh. don't understand. They're like, there's like, this is just who I is. But yeah. no, you don't have to be. You're going through a thing. It's fun. I haven't I made that part of the journey yet. Well, yeah, if we all recognize we're going through a thing, then like, we'll be okay. Yeah. Like a lot of people just like, are like, why are you this fucking psycho? It's yeah. Okay. But you know what throws it off? Fucking psychos. Because <laughs> <laughs> most people are not. Most people are just having their own life crisis everyone's in their own head yeah. but one out of every what thousand people are actual, are actual fucking psychos and they come through and they ruin everyone's lives and then they think that you are that yeah for yours yeah. yeah. because it's well it's scarier to believe that, that i'm a good guy oh, yeah. than to just assume all guys are psycho yeah. and then you can't get hurt yeah yeah so i don't blame the victims I don't blame the average person, but every now and again, there is that fucking psycho. It ruins it for everybody. And we're back. Sorry about that break. My dog had a little emotional moment because my wife came home. Speaking of relationships, get yourself a dog. She wants some of that unconditional love. And all you have to do is uh, take care of it, pay money, and feed them. (laughs) So what I was going to say about relationships, the thing that really helped me um, I wish someone told me this when I was way younger, is you cannot force a relationship. Really can't. Lord knows I've tried. We've all tried because there's there's that dynamic of like another stupid human thing that we do yeah. is you want that certain person's attention, right? That's kind of what being cool or popular is. Uh-huh. Like the person who doesn't want you, you want that, blah, 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 blah. But even just as simple as like a friend or a, like I used to think I was bad at talking at parties. And then I realized I was just bad at trying talking to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I would talk to one and be like, this sucks. And then try and force it for the whole night. Yep. If you're just not a match, go talk to a different person. Yeah. And then that one might not be a match. But eventually you'll meet someone and you'll have things in interest. You won't have to try anymore. Yeah. And then it's just, I don't know what it is. I wish it wasn't this way. I always wanted to be friends with all different kinds of people, different interests, uh-huh. different but some people you're just not going to be compatible with. Yep. And it's not that you're bad at You'll see people who are like, quote, unquote, good with everyone. Yep. It's because they're fake. They're not really. They come to the, hey, how you doing? Get to see you. How's your mom? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're, they're good salespeople, whatever. Yep. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying legitimately hitting it off with someone, there's nothing you can do. You yep. can't change yourself. You can't change them. You just got to move on. And but. We can force it a little bit. That's, <laughs> that's how you get in trouble. And now for Upnum's unhealthy relationship tip of the week. No, it's like that's how you get that's how you get tricked in a trap by yourself. Yeah. It is Sian, as my bestie in your wife told yeah. us. is a good tip. It's like a hundred per one person can't do a hundred percent work relationship. Interesting. Yeah, well, She's so wise. How smart is she? Yeah. But it's like it's not sustainable long term. Yeah. You're just chasing. And you just feel you feel like it's a job. And you feel like you have to prep to have a friend, then that's not a friend. I was literally saying this uh to a friend today. It's just like I 
we were talking about rebounding and getting over and like dating again and things like that. And then, um, <laughs> sorry, Ron. <laughs> and, uh, no. And then, you know, we were just talking about this. And I was like, oh, you know, I always t- talk about, um, uh, I always approach dating as if it's like a job, like a, like a job application. Like, it's just like, all right, gotta get back to the apps. Can send out like this many, three applications a day. And then like, I'm always like, so agile about it in a way that's probably not healthy. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I can't, I can't weigh in on whether it's healthy or not. That's a, oh a therapist thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I never used the apps. Yeah. Uh, I just thought I was going to be alone forever. Not kidding. It's, I, I resigned myself to just being alone for the rest of my life until I met my wife. Yeah. Random yeah. dumb luck. I have no right. I'm all, I, I feel like I can give advice about being in a relationship and maintaining, but as far as how to meet someone, I just shut my dumb mouth. Yeah, because yeah. Like for me, it was complete, absolute luck. Yeah. Absolute dumb luck. And like, I didn't charm her. We just, you know, you know what I mean? We just have to. With them dopey faces type thing in the office. Just a click, clack, clack it in my cargo pants and <laughs> wrinkled shirt and bent glasses. I literally had a pair of broken glasses that I just didn't get rid of for like six extra years. And it was not a good look. And somehow she saw through all that. With like cargo pants and broken glasses because no woman's taking care of that. Good bones, good structure. <laughs> don't don't take don't make someone not attracted. Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody taking care of that. Her up for her. Find the neighborhood next to the expensive one. Gentrify it yeah. yourself. Like don't wait for others. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, now that's too expensive. Find the adjacent, adjacent, adjacent. Depending, I don't know. Maybe you're maybe yourself. You're a Beverly Hills mansion, and then you can look for another Beverly Hills mansion. So I don't want to tell anyone how to act, yeah. but uh, in my case, yeah. for some reason, a the White House moved in next door, <laughs> like the best building, and decided he wanted a tiny house fixer on her. Listen, sometimes people have mansions and they were like, I want van life. Yeah. I mean, it's working out so far with the rough years, but otherwise I've been, been a good guy and we're on the up. In terms of income um so you know. yeah yeah so that's like another piece of advice a friend gave me it's just like you know like what do you do every day and i'm like oh no get up you go to work and go home it's like well that's your problem you're only going to like the same places all the time you need to make it it's true like the more touch points you have to meet new people is like that's where you're gonna possibly meet somebody so it's like oh shit, that's true i to like yeah. be better at like going out for a cup of coffee or whatever like especially the type of person you are yeah like i've never been the type to get into a community and stick to it yeah i'm trying with religion i've tried with gym stuff i've tried with joining kickball i did like because that's where all my friends were like i go do that that never worked for me what worked for me is like being in one place repeatedly so like for comedy by like the 20th week at an open mic then I start to make friends with people that I make see. Uh, but that's just because I'm an avoidant, scared, self-loathing personality. Yeah. Not everyone has to do that. Yeah. But yeah, whatever your thing is, start rock climbing, start something you like, other people that like it, you're going to at least have something to yeah. talk about to get to the other stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, that there's like no perfect way to meet people. Like I definitely know tons of people that just like, it's not like they were like just to the nines for like a fabulous night out when they met their partner. They were just yeah. kind of like, 
what ifs, what ifsing around their life and just met a person. Yeah, just what ifsing. Yeah. Yeah, and not just even for dating, like for friendships. Yep. If I see someone at a mic, usually I'll wait like till I see them at two or three. And if I think they're really funny or not necessarily that they're killing, because generally in the fun, in my, in my um, ratings, if you're really funny, you tend to do worse at open mic. Oh, sure. Because that means you're not like the other people, which to me is more interesting yep. than being like anyone else. Yep. Um. So like the person who I'm doing humor for the hungry, I'll include a plug here, the show that we uh, use to raise funds to feed unhoused in Skid Row. Um, he's, I just thought he was funny. I saw him at two or three mics, uh, chatted with him, then messaged him, inviting him to, uh, to something on Instagram. Then we, so we've been hanging out. We decided after a few months, we decided to produce the show and he's been filling in a lot of the weak areas that I have. And it's just complete happenstance. And because we happen at, he's, uh, um, he's half Mexican, half, uh, uh, Nicaraguan, I can't remember for a second. Ha- and um, grew up is born born in L or born in Mexico, but then shortly now, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. He either was born in LA and then they went to Mexico or vice versa. Uh, and this completely different lifestyle, upbringing culturally. He was good at sport, yeah. but yet we're still somehow super similar on like our oh, dork days. We like the same video games, TV mm-hmm. show, some like so you just like. You can't try and figure it out. It's not a puzzle. Just let it happen. Some Just yep. talk to a bunch of people yep. that have similar interests to you, and some you'll be friends with, some you won't. And now, because of him, our next lineup, we can do a real plug real fast. Yep. We have Rory Scovel, Doug Benson, and a special guest who I promise you all know who he is, but we're not. Oh, maybe can't even say he. A person, uh, and... gender nonspecific, yep. that will, you promise you know who this person is and you will love them if you come to the show. We can't even say that's how famous they are. Uh-huh. And then uh, in February, we have Patton Oswalt just confirmed. Nice. We, this is huge. And all because I, be you know, he's not, no, he's letting us bill. How sweet. Wow. Like shout out to Patton Oswalt. Thank you so much. That's so chill. He totally could have asked for on bill and we would have done it. The fact that he's letting us use his name is amazing. I think he knows he just wants to feed some people like we wanted it. Yeah. We don't keep any of the profit. They're at the Zephyr Theater. Go on humorforthehungry.com or humorforthehungry on Instagram. Uh, after you go to at Don't Kill Yourself Daily on Instagram and just shoot us a DM. Look at the abyss of our Yeah. Well, we don't have what we don't have to post because we don't have the studio yet. Soon we'll hopefully we'll have that video. But we're challenging ourselves to make it to 20 podcasts first because I read a thing saying that. 99% of podcasts do not make it to 20 episodes. Yep. So just by completing a 20th episode, you're already in the top, top 1% of every podcast that's ever existed, yep. which how do you, what other area of life can you call? Can you do 20 of something and be in the top 1% ever? Like songs, running, yeah. work, like nothing yeah. that I can think of. Great. Do we teach everything that we are is in our brain for relationships? We can always do another episode. Oh, it's like yeah, long, it's like a whole season. We can do our relation. But hopefully, well, we kept you company and uh, sharing about ourselves maybe helped you learn a little bit about yourself. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. 
We'll see you next time. Yeah. Oh, Anand, do you want to say anything on the episode? Nope.